the Peter's Pie Show. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, James. How are you doing? <laughs> Fine. Um, we're back with episode seven, correct? Yeah, we'll keep saying episode seven, seven, seven. Just so people, you know... What are we thinking for the name for this one? <laughs> Depends what madness I may end up saying again. <laughs> I mean, no one's got back to us about badges, so that's always good, isn't it? Or any other shenanigans that we've talked we've talked about. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Packham. Chris Packham. I was wanting to meet up with from Country File. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, no I forgot about that. No response from him. Maybe we should actually keep uh, keep badgering him on Twitter. Keep badgering on. Yeah. What hashtag badger badger? I, think, I reckon he'd follow us back. Badger the pack. Let's see how many followers he's got. See what chance we'd have of getting getting in touch with Chris back. So we're doing this live as per usual. So I'll probably edit the 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 non-talking bits. Back. Oh no, no, we'll keep we'll keep it going. Chris G Packham at at Chris G Packham. Oh, he's got he's got no nah, no chance. He's got like for, well almost four hundred k subscribers followers, and he only follows two hundred eighty four people. So I think we're pretty we're pretty fucked with that he's one. Four hundred kangaroo. Four hundred four hundred little badges. Like a, it's like a stream farm, but it's just badges. Following what, him. Just like licking the screen. Making Twitter accounts. What do badges. What would badges lick? What? <laughs> 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 what the fuck are you on about? I don't know. I just, I just think of, I just, just came to my head. As per usual. That, that, that won't be the title. What would the badges lick? <laughs> Each episode is a badger related we question. Keep, yeah, we can't keep this theme going. Um, no. But anyway, what, how, what, what have you been up to in the past week? Uh, not a lot, really. It's just been a pretty. Pretty standard week, I guess. Uh, working, uni, listening to music of varying quality, I suppose. Ooh. Um, don't bury the lead yet, mate. What else has been? What day did we do? Friday, Friday last week, wasn't it? Yeah, so we went to see, went to see Parasite, Parasite, actually, yeah. Oscar-winning yeah. Parasite. Oscar-winning. I, I think that's actually due down to us. We saw it day after, one best picture. We gave it the um, shove it needed. Yeah, we gave it the kind of, that seal of approval. It's like it's like they they had quite finished the calibration yet, and they you know they they secretly emailed us in Morse code. And okay. spoilers, <laughs> and spoilers. Uh, spoilers, and then uh, yeah, we uh, gave our decision. Said yeah, you should definitely do it for them. No, fantastic film. We really enjoyed it. Because <clears throat> um, we're now a film podcast. <laughs> within a music podcast. Yep, and a and a sports podcast and an animal podcast. Yes, and a, and a badger welfare podcast. And a Chris Packham fan club podcast. <laughs> the ba- Badger Bonanza um, <laughs> continues. Um, be a very good film, excellent film. Yeah, but I've put one of the songs on there on that the playlist. playlist. Yeah, good actually, good. Good sound, good soundtrack. Good soundtrack, yeah, very good. I'm gonna get it. It was. I mean, quick up with this in the news section, I suppose. I think we did say that we thought. Well, you thought I'd not seen it at this point. You thought the Joker would get a best. Oh yeah. Like, Score, whatever it is, which it did, which it did, yeah, yeah. But even so, I thought Parasite were very, very good soundtrack as well. Uh, yeah, very, very good soundtrack. <clears throat> um, I think it's weird, isn't it? Like, a lot of like Korean films use like a lot of like classical type music as a score, which is not a bad thing. But it's like, because I've always looked at scores anyway as like the modern version of classical music because that's just how they all arranged and everything like that. And that's very much traditional, but it still works in the same way as mm-hmm. the films and that. Whereas, like, Jokers is, like, a very haunting, bleak uh, sort of soundtrack. Yeah. We like the Chernobyl soundtrack. I've actually seen Joker now. Oh. Yeah. And? That was all right. 
Alright, okay, well, it's the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the film podcast, when, when, it, when we come to it. Um, yeah, it'll be 2025, we'll do a decade review, 2019, 2020. <laughs> but you see what I mean with the sound? The yeah, 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 yeah. It's very loose. Well, the thing is, you know, yeah, a lot of vi- well, wind, bass, wind-based. Cello. Wind-based cello. Wind-based cellos. Mm. Mm, a, lot of, a lot of deep strings. Deep, deep strings. Yep. Cool. That's how I describe it anyway. Yeah, that's first. I get where you're coming from. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that's something that you know we. Well, that's the thing with kind of exactly what her name is, but she was friends with uh, Johannes Johansson. Who, if you don't the person who did the Joker soundtrack, is this who you talking about? What the woman? Yeah, the, the yeah. woman who did the soundtrack. Um, so she was friends with Jonas Johansson, who did loads of really cool stuff with. Um, um, he's he did the soundtrack for. Uh, Arrival, mm-hmm. soundtrack for um, Prisoners, Sicario. Uh, his, his last one before he he sadly passed away a few years ago was Mandy, which is a crazy film with Nick Nick Cage in it. But he was meant to be doing originally the new Blade Runner soundtrack, but then got pulled off it for whatever. No one no one knows the real reason for it. And then Hans Zimmer and then Benjamin Walsh, whatever his name is, came on to do it, but those two are really good friends then but you can tell because they're both like icelandic and i think i think they're both, i think she's as Icelandic as well as he was so you can tell that sort of there's there's a very good comparison between both of them so when she started she now started popping up with like chernobyl and a joke i'm like oh i'm really glad that she's doing some similar sort of works that i i would expect from Jonas as well so it's kind of kind of nice to see that and her get the recognition of an oscar as well which is really really cool yeah and what one uh I think it was Elliot Elton John that won best song, wasn't it? Yeah, we should really have looked at this before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sort of forgot we even predicted. Did we even write that shit down? Uh, we kind of mm. just loosely mentioned it. We didn't, I, didn't, I didn't write anything down. No, we didn't. The only thing we actually wrote down was our, our uh, halftime show power rankings. Oh, yeah, for like few, one, for future years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm fairly sure Elton John that won the best song as well. I've not heard the song. I've not seen Rocket Money either, but yeah. Hey, it's a good film, though. And then, why was it? Why was Eminem there? Oh, so the well reports that I've I very briefly read, so mm-hmm. I've not actually read things, is that he was meant to do, um, what's the song called? Lose, Lose yourself. Yeah, I yeah. what the song was. Yeah. He's, it was meant to do that song years ago, apparently. Right. But then didn't do it because I keep seeing things that oh, finally gets to do it. second like, chance kind of thing. And yeah, stuff he finally like gets to that. lose yourself yeah, twenty yeah. years on yeah. or something. Oh, can't be twenty years on, but maybe it's twenty years on. Actually, think about it. wow. Makes me feel odd. Um, so yeah, it's so like some like twenty years on or X amount of years on, Eminem's finally got to do "Lose Yourself" you at the Oscars. It might be twenty years. <laughs> twenty two thousand and three. Three, really? yeah. Well, makes me feel very odd. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we all we all got we all lost ourselves in the reasons why, but we're now. No, the reasons why. I think that's the reason why, in a way. No one's actually ever said anything. It is a bit strange, though, when I heard about that. I was like, oh. Have you seen, did you see the Martin Scorsese thing? No. It, kind of like, it was Eminem, and then it cuts Martin Scorsese in the audience, and he said, oh, that was quite funny. Well, squint. Well, again, for the audio listeners. <laughs> they'll see the meme. They'll see the meme. <laughs> okay. So they'll retweet it. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, we'll retweet that. Yeah, Eunice. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, right. Speaking of, we'll get this shit out of the way. Back to music, yeah. While we're, t- while we're on the topic of Twitter. Okay, yeah. Falls on Twitter. Falls on Instagram. Oh, housekeeping, yeah. Cool. Podcast is available on all your favourite platforms. Spotify, Apple, 
YouTube, uh, Castbox, Overcast. But then if you don't use them, follow us anyway and just put a listen. Do what Justin Bieber advised us many weeks ago, and put, go onto every single podcast yep. possible. Then put them on low volume while you sleep, so you can only hear us like this. Yeah. Also now available on Google Podcast. That has now been confirmed. We did that live on air last time. But if you missed that episode. And we also rechecked before Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to make sure the that episode has gone up. We're on Google Podcasts. Um, as always, shout out to Gilbert for the intro, intro and outro. outro. And uh, the new playlist as well that you've done. Oh, yeah. So I've, I've, it's on Apple now as well. I've done it on Apple. But that was a hell of a lot easier as well. I could actually import the playlist. Oh, um, so yeah, we've just done, I don't I thought just in case people don't want to, you know, they thought, if they've, if anyone's actually listened to our playlists and don't want to go back to them and all that sort of stuff, there's one massive playlist of all the songs we keep yeah. adding each week. So we do a separate one, for, but a more condensed version. If there's anybody that's the first time listener for each episode, we do either if it's if it's if it's an episode about stuff that's been happening that week, we will put songs that we've been listening to that week, or if it's like a like a roundup episode, like the episode zero, uh, the 2019 review episode. It's like songs that we've talked about in that episode. So there is individual players for each episode. If you just want to listen to, you know, music from 2019, the best of. But yeah, mega players. You know, it's about, what, 12 hours long at the minute, something like that, I think. Yeah, just under, under 12 hours. So, like 180 cr- tracks. You've got quite a lot to listen to. But again, the whole point is, the reason why we do the playlist is that someone might find their new favourite artist not saying we're we're uh, gatekeepers or tre- not to be trendsetters or anything like that but you know we're... that's how exactly cool we are Chris okay that's we're exactly that now that's what I am you might not be no I'm not I mean I, I'm just trying to ward off any badges so <laughs> but yeah it's it's a it's, it's a long close but like it's a good mix of kind of everything really there's a lot of I think at the moment because of, because of my mini hip hop episode yeah, and yeah, the grime yeah. episode there's a lot yeah. more and your episode zero as well you had a fair bit of hip hop on there as well I guess all right. Well, I'm trying to apologise yeah. for that right now. No, I'm just just putting out, just putting out. Um, there is a, a bit more of like a leeway to hip hop, but that will probably balance out at some point. We could mm-hmm. maybe maybe we might do a bonus episode of like best indie albums or something like that. Just skip the just skip those songs. Yeah. Don't like it. Exactly. Got eleven hours of other shit to listen to. But yeah, it's also available on Apple. But I think the thing is, <clears> I did it on Spotify first because that's where most Spotify became famous mainly for playlists in it really. So. Not that anyone really started playing this yet, but maybe someone might like find that, you know, and find something that they might like. But again, if you want a, a much smaller scaled version, then they are available there as well. So, so it is on there, uh, and it is the Peter Spice show. Well, it's actually TPSS. Colon. Colon. Megamix. Megamix. If you search that, I'm going to test it out live on air again, because this is how we do it. Well, it's raw. Raw is war. Okay. Well, that's not coming up with anything, but if you if you, <laughs> if you follow any of our other playlists, which you should well, do. if you if you search for us as the Peter Spice Show, always one word, yeah, you should find our, our Spotify profile, yeah. Um, same thing thing goes with uh on Apple Music as well. You see, uh, the Peter Spice Show on there as well, and you just you can follow us. There you go. Yeah, followers We've got three followers at the minute. Yeah, that's me, you, and our friend Matt. <laughs> That's a good start. You've got to, go, got to start somewhere. I guess. I guess it's a foundation, as they say. A foundation. Yeah, if you if you just follow the profile or whatever, then the, the, or follow one place, then you can get to the profile from that playlist. You can get them all in there. So we'll, we'll Why keep... is it called Spotify? Oh, maybe there's an especially bring in the pod, maybe. I'm just thinking about That's that. That's not something I can do live on air, Chris. Okay. But 
yeah, so we're, we're gonna we're obviously we'll keep doing the the individual ones for each episode. Um, yeah, because it's we'll things like to the, because the mega mix. I don't know whether I mentioned before, but you know, if, if I like got a twenty minute walk and I've got no po- no other like spot podcast I listen to uh, on that journey or anything like that, I'll just put on one of the playlists because just it serves the time. Songs that I may not listen to what what you've added as well, so I quite like that. But then if you, you know if you want a big mega mix where you want to put something in the background or whatever, then there's that and you've got all of that you've got a 12 hour party yeah well that's what we should do for my birthday maybe <laughs> 12 hour party <laughs> um, you're going on a a long drive for 12 hours if you're going to the tip of Scotland to Cornwall and back again from Leeds is that 12 hours or is that more than 12 hours I feel like you're talking you're talking about three days there Chris alright <laughs> up to Scotland then to Cornwall then back to Leeds yeah that's what, two, uh, two lengths of the country. That's um, could be a train. You could do it on a train, couldn't you? I thought trains take even longer. Imagine just get a driving. Get a yeah, imagine trying to get a train to John O'Groats. I don't know. I just the example and the the heart of my example was there. When we do our countrywide tour, <laughs> John O'Groats to Land's End. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Anyway, that's all that shit done. Anything else to add, admin wise, Chris? Uh, so section. No, just, that covers it. That pretty much covers. Just please follow us and interact with us. Just follow us. If, again, if there's any if there's any platforms that like you listen to podcasts on that we are not on, as long as it's free to get on, for now. So yeah, not SoundCloud. Don't come at us. Don't come at us with SoundCloud. Yeah, but um, yeah, if there's a specific platform you listen on, just follow us on Twitter and just you know, reply to one of the tweets or drop us a tweet and be like, get on this platform and we. We should be able to do pretty easily, shouldn't we? All yeah, the other ones are pretty easily, so we shouldn't really have any problems with it. I think there is one where, you know, the person got a nice little shout out a few weeks ago, the old the old petty meister. <coughs> he is on something, but I think what that is is it's been like how, how we use Anchor. Mm. It's more like it provides a service. Yeah, so actually. Yeah, so I think the issue there is that we'd have to change provider, and. I can't, remember, I can't remember what it was that he, what he uses actually what he listens to but and the reason why I, I've chosen not to even think about it anyway because there's more followers on Anchor on Twitter than that that one oh, right, okay, yeah. so not that we'll ever get any sort of retweet from Anchor but if we did then just keep nagging them. yeah please um, <laughs> please begging please sir give me a retweet um, yeah so I think we should get Past the admin bit. <laughs> That's done. That's done. All that shit. Admin. So, Chris, yeah. what have you listened to this week? I have been listening to some stuff, surprisingly. Um, what I've listened to this week is Parasite Soundtrack <laughs> mm-hmm. several times. Um, also listened to what I mentioned that came out last week was... I said Psy Spiritual and Lasso, but he called himself Spiritual in the in the album. So, oh, I... Okay. I Sorry, but it looks like that's why I don't follow us. Yeah, maybe. Thanks. Um, yeah. So, spiritual and the lasso's album, um, Killian on from uh, from uh, Mellow, uh, Mellow Music Group uh, record label, uh, which really really good solid record. Again, much like how I really enjoy Julian Experts with Recognize Ali and Verbal Kent, just. Top to bottom, just a very, very good solid, solid record. And it, the thing is, it's it's short enough as well. So it's like I think they're both under forty minutes. 
Um, this one is like, because I, 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 well, Melo Music tweeted saying, no, has anyone listened to this album? And I said, yeah. Well, half of us have. And I put like, it gives me sort of um, Def Jux sort of and Fondolin Records sort of vibes. But what I mean by that is like, so if anyone doesn't know Def Jux for you younger listeners, um, LP of the Jewels ran a label called Def Definitive Jux. Sort of Def Jux because it just sounded cooler. <clears throat> and pretty much known for like really basing a lot of underground hip hop at the sound wise, lyrics wise, all that sort of stuff. That was that was like the staple at that point and that's what was you know anything like anyone's like a nerdy hip hopper. I mean I I didn't know much about this until until like two thousand six really when I really got into hip hop. But um they they sort of laid the groundwork for a lot of underground acts anyway. Um again like things like Rhyme Says as well, uh, another another label. But then Fondlin Records was also a short-lived label that had a lot more underground and more raw stuff, and where um, one of my favourites, MF Doom, resurfaced as, you know, before he was Civil of X, he resurfaced as MF Doom on Fondolin, and Fondolin and Death Jokes always had a good sort of, you know, relationship anyway. So it kind of reminds me of those sort of vibes. I don't know why, it's, I think, with the production mainly because of how the sound, the sound is, like, very much, you can see... LP sort of influence, blockhead influence, other influences that I can't quite grasp while I'm talking right now. <laughs> um, but then like Spiritual's a really good rapper as well. I think he's he reminds me he's got a good style, but like Moss Def or Yasin Bay, Yasin Bay as they call him now. Um, a bit like that, but more of like I, I'm not sure if he's from the West Coast. He may be from the West Coast, but he's got a bit of a West Coast, you know, twang to his voice. Maybe I'm just thinking that it is is that case, but he's got a really good like flow really good like sort of lyrics and I was I kept trying to think like what was coming to my mind was like psych like psych rap like psychedelic rap mm -hmm. you know you get like like these sort of psychedelic like prog rock groups this is like maybe like a version of like for hip hop you do get a lot of that sort of, lot of sort of stuff but that's that's for some reason that's what's coming to my mind when I listen to it but it's really really good record though and I put one of the tracks on there which I think is really good layman that's a really good track but definitely worth checking out the much like Jewel Experts the, year, the week or so before um, anything else I listen to? Um, I listened to a few singles that came out. So, stayed on hip hop. My, my one of my sort of favorite sort of groups, uh, the Legendary. No one ever heard of them. <laughs> uh, they consist of, if I get this correctly, so Von P, Don Will, Germicide, Che Grand, Elucid. Uh, Rob Cave, and there might be someone else that I'm missing. Um, and basically, they're all just from around about New York or thereabouts. Not not all from New York, but they pretty much reside in New York. <clears throat> and they're just really good backpack underground rappers that have just been around for a long, long time. I've, I've liked them separately. I've liked them as a together as a click. The first actual album as a click came much later on but they've always been a click but they never actually did a whole album together which only came out a few years ago i think um it's just really good backpack rap what i've always liked and i've always liked von p from the group tanya morgan and he, i think he produces it um this track in particular it's called uh legendary and the kids sing about dope it's just a really cool raw <clears throat> underground indie sort of rap rap track is that on the playlist as well i'm guessing that's on the playlist as well um so definitely check that out elucid um 
if you don't know, so you know that I talked about Billy Woods several times. Mm -hmm. So Billy Woods and Lucid um, are in a group called Arm and Hammer, Arm and Hammer, um, which is a great group because they both really bounce off each other. Lucid's got such a really sort of different sort of sound than, than Billy Woods, but they both meld together really well, so that's really good. Um, the other track I listened to was... Um, it was the new Meek Mill single. Dirty. With none other than Justin Timberlake. And it's pretty good. Not trust to listen to it yet. It's, it's good. I was quite surprised how good yeah. it was. Actually. <laughs> uh, Meek Mill's like really conscious on it. Um, but it's like, you know, it's just uh, what you expect from Justin Timberlake. But it just weirdly, it melds well. I don't know why. I don't know how it why. works. Yeah, it works for me anyway. So that was really cool. Uh, I also listened to uh, Jenny Beth from the from Savages, a uh, new single, uh, Flower. Uh, pretty much what I kind of wanted from the last Savages album, I think, what, what really I impressed by the last Savages album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good, really good track. And, and also got around to listening to The Strokes, new song. Oh yeah, listen, yeah not a chance yet. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. It feels like definitely new age Strokes, which is awesome. I can't remember what, was it Come Down Machine last album? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it sounded like, to be honest. Um, But it just sounds, obviously, with, I can never remember his his name. (laughs) Who was the main singer again? Julian. Julian Casablancas. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just sounds like him, as as always, really, really cool sort of, you know, um, sort of lyrics that just uses his voice so well. And then, Back to back a really like electronic sort of style for Strokes, which I think they were kind of going, they've been going with quite a while, but it's kind of more, I think it's more evolved than it was before. And so I really like that. And then also listen to Hamilton, uh, Late Houses, new single. You ever listen to a band called The Walkman? No. So I saw The Walkman, I didn't know much about them, but I saw The Walkman support the Black Keys several years ago. It might have been can't remember. It might be sometime when I first saw Black Keys or the second time. Either way, um, my friend at the time, um, Lally, really, really liked the Walkman. She liked the Black Keys as well. And so she got me onto the Walkman. I became a bit of a fan because I quite like their sort of style. He's done a, he, did a, he did an album with someone, some producer, a, year, a few years ago, a fair few years ago, which is really, really good. But the, the main single was awesome, though. Uh, this was like very fit. Seems, seems it could be the similar sort of thing. I don't think it's the same producer or anything like that, but I think it's a similar sort of thing where it's a really, really cool single, using the, again using his vocals to to his advantage. But yeah, definitely, def, definitely check that out. It's very indie sort of cool sounding. And then I listened to uh, Jay Diller over the over the weekend. Yeah, as I realised after after we kind of weirdly mentioned him on the last podcast because you said why working did we, on it why did we even mention it he said working on it and it's one of the instrumental tracks on oh, donuts. Okay, okay. Um, yeah so over last mm. weekend was his birthday slash the the anniversary of his death as well because he died like a few days after his birthday um, anyone who really likes anyone who really wants to really get delved into hip hop should check out Jay Diller really um one of the most amazing producers and one of the most amazing producer rappers as well. And he was a really good rapper. If you want to listen to his instrumentals, listen to Donuts. Um, if you want to listen to him rapping his first album, I can't, can't remember off the top of my head now. I think it's been 
Detroit. <laughs> Can't remember. Uh, but also the, uh, the uh, Rough Draft, which is one of my favourites. Um, which is just just really. It literally, I think he recorded everything on a cassette. I think on that, and I think That's I've got the cassette upstairs somewhere. I think, but um, yeah, Jay Dilla definitely check him out. I put one of the tracks from Rough Draft on there because it's really cool. And that's pretty much it, I think, in terms of uh, in terms of listening. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm kind of so I've not listened to kind of tons of shit. All the albums that I've listened to have been like fairly shorter ones as well. Uh, so you just thankfully. Well, I, I can't help it, can I? You know, people nowadays they don't want to bring out full length albums. Obviously, <laughs> the first the first one that I listened to is one. Well, we, we I think we mentioned all these on the episode last week. Um, I, I did I did put myself through the new the new uh, the new Green Day album. Father, is it father of all or father, father of all? Well, it's it's father, it's father of all motherfuckers, I think. Oh, is that their full title? But then, well, but then they can't put that out really. Yeah, but they could do what uh, Lana did for Norma fucking Rockwell. Yeah, but the old so it stars. says it says motherfuckers underneath the unicorn thing on the cover. Ah, oh, there's there's us thinking they want they want to be back to being cool again, and they yeah. can't even do that. Yeah. Now, um, just we'll preface preface this by. The uh, if 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 people haven't seen it, they check out Twitter. There was the 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 post that they put up, which was the was it no Swedish songwriters, no features, <laughs> no no trap beats, yeah, one hundred percent pure uncut rock. And did you feel that that was the case? I mean, it's it's true that there are no features and no trap beats and no Swedish songwriters. I suppose. Did you think it was uncut rock though? There we go. I suppose, technically speaking, it is uncut, and it is rock. Uh, you think some of the rock should have been cut, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it may have That might have helped it a little bit. I didn't really like the album, to be honest with you. Oh, was it like 26 minutes? It's, yeah, it's only like 20. It feels quite a bit longer, though. Um, Did you see um, Fantano saw something like on Twitter that uh, apparently if you search for like, the album... Oh, if you search, if you search for trap on Google, that album comes up. <laughs> I don't know whether it's photoshopped or not, but I thought good. that was quite funny. Um, but I was quite surprised because, like, I've seen some reviews floating about out there that are like giving it all right. Thumbs up and that. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of like saying that you know they're kind of they're cutting all the that that kind of American idiot twenty first century breakdown when these you know like almost like an hour long album kind of thing that. Getting back to basics, and it's like that is true, but I don't make the songs any good. <laughs> um, a lot of them are just again, we need to start putting specifics, but it, it's not even like the lyrics necessarily, it's just the way that the song as well, right? And it's like, really, Joel, you're a you know, you're getting you're pushing 50, just it's not good, it's not, I didn't think it was a good album. Are they, sort of, are they trying to like, um, you know, capture the what's it? What's this? What's this the is term? the thing. I don't know what they're trying to do. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who this album is made for. So it's not. So it's not made for old fans. It's not made for new fans. I, I I don't know because I feel I feel like if you if you're going for that kind of, um, you know, more of a dad rock kind of thing, I feel like American Idiot and that 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 kind those kind of songs like Holiday stuff like that is a pretty. Safer bet. If you're going for the older stuff, this isn't it. And they've gone the years that even do that, aren't they? Really? Yeah, I just yeah. 
Okay, so it doesn't get a seal of approval. I, mean, I will, I will no. check it out still, but it won't get a seal of approval. The, the, only, the, only thing, the only good thing is that, yeah, whilst it will feel like it's taking up more of your time, it doesn't take up much oh, of your time. Take... You can kind of just get through it. Um, I mean, speaking of that, if, I mean, again, side note, but I'm like Pearl Jam releasing like a new song or something as well. I feel like I might say something about that, actually. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should check that out. Yeah, see, yeah, not... see if they were trying to recapture the, you know, Pearl Jam. put the lightning in the bottle. Wow. Anyway. But I guess if, you are, if you're a fan of any Green Day stuff, then I guess you might like parts of this, but... I suppose if any any super fans would have already listened to it by now, yeah, they? Yeah. but I suppose if anyone's like on the fence, you tell them to go and get off the fence, but on the other other end of not. I feel like you should make your own mind up, but it, you might not enjoy making your own mind up. <laughs> that means don't go to the green side. Yeah, go to the the brown soil side. <laughs> uh, I listened to the well the first half of that the the Haley Williams album, um, which is first second I thought you said I listened to the first half of the first half of the, of the EP. <laughs> But no, listen to <laughs> three, three songs. Yeah, um, that's it's decent. It's not if if you if you're listening to it because you've listened to Paramore, it's not that. Okay. Have you listened to any singles from it? No, that's not No. Um, but I think I, I think I probably need to wait until the second. I, I don't understand why people release albums in, in two halves early, especially when she's, I think especially <laughs> she's clearly recorded the full album. Just. Well, I think it's it's to do with streaming, but we'll it's it's a market thing, yeah. So I, when I said I don't understand, I do understand, <laughs> it, but it still annoys me. It annoys me when it's someone who wants to count themselves as a good as a like a complete musician. Yeah, especially this when it's you know kind of you know debut solo album. Just just, just get the album out. Is that what we say there? What is an album though? What is an album? You know, is well, it what just is it a collection of songs? Is it just streaming? Well, that's a topic topic for it's another. It's going to be a big topic when we manage to do it, but. It's it's good. It's decent, but I think I'm gonna wait until the so is it more, to the is full it, thing. Is it any? Is it any of that sort of? I know because what would you class Paramore anyway before? Like would you class that kind of pop punk kind of? So has it, it has any sort of pop punk elements in it? Uh, maybe some of the or just kind of. Is it is it un, is it hundred percent pure uncut pop? No. Okay. It's there are some I I guess pop punky bits in it in some sort of choruses kind of thing but yeah it's not it's not really that like the instrumental wise stuff like that it's not it's not really Paramore maybe because Paramore I suppose the later albums are less that aren't they I don't know this is the first one so it's nothing else yeah uh, but I guess if you're a if you're a fan if you like Hilary Williams we'll check it out and then listen to Unlocked your boy. Yeah. Denzel. Kenny Beats. Feel good, actually. I like it. Oh, I thought you were going to say... You, I thought it was going to make a twist then. No. Uh, it's only short. It's only... That's even... That's 20 minutes, something like that, I think. So... But I, I think it left me wanting more, but in a good way. So no. wanting more as in... That was shit. As in... That were good. I'd like to... I'd like to see more. Because I think I heard somewhere that they, they basically... Did it in like three days or something like that. I think Denzel like freestyled most of it. Which I don't mind. I think freestyled all the zoo as well. But there comes a point where it's like you can't just sit down and write an album. You that know? that's the issue I always have with Little Wayne though. Yeah. Because that's in the Little Wayne thing, it's gonna it's gonna I don't mind it when it's this when it's this kind of thing when it's when it's this regular, when it's you know 'cause I'm i I'm guessing he maybe not together, 
but he's going to drop something probably later on this year as well. So when it's pretty regular and it's kind of short stuff, I don't mind it. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't want that to take away from just sit down and actually write an album. Yeah, but I suppose we get this thing where like it's like flexing your skills, aren't you? Really, that's what he's trying to do. This is not like a whole album he's trying to. You know, it's like if it's like twenty, thirty, yeah, under yeah. thirty minutes. That's the of... that's the the kind of on the upside. You know, it's not a what the what is what is Kenny Beats beats like? Good actually, yeah. Um, it's kind of almost a few throwback kind of beats. Um, it's quite. Is it quite raw as it was? Yeah, and it's quite it? kind of chopped up with kind of samples coming in it as well. Like there are some songs that are, it's like everything is pretty short on the album, uh, and even songs that are like kind of three odd minutes long. There's probably only two minutes worth of songs, and then a good minute and a half is kind of stuff cutting with it. But yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a listen. Um, pretty much all the tracks are, are, are good. Have you? Have you? Well, obviously you aren't because you haven't listened to it. I'd say watch the, <laughs> the YouTube video that goes with it nah, as well. Yeah, is it, is it, have you watched that? Though, yeah, it's pretty it? funny, actually. Yeah, I'd I say watch that. Might, might, might L- listen, that. listen to the album itself, because that's there's like other stuff going on in that that's not... Relevant. Yeah. Well, not relevant, but like... It's like, you know, sounds in that that are just from the video kind of thing. Right, you yeah. know what I mean? But they're both worth, uh, both worth checking out. Yeah, what was the whole thing about them fighting or something like that beforehand? You being a big Denzel fan? I don't know, was that just... Was that a real thing? I don't know, that's what I was wondering if, you know, you being the Denzel stan that you are, but you might know more about it than I do. I don't know, maybe... I've not heard, I've not heard anything about... I think it was just a promo. A like. serious thing, yeah, I think it might be. Because the whole, the whole premise of the of the video is that the the album's been leaked, and they're kind of blaming each other. Right. And they need to go into Kenny's computer. Right. And get and save the, the tracks. Right, I, that's th- I think I think that's what it is, but don't quote me on that. Maybe it was just the whole, the whole promo, new oh. promo, fake beef, yeah, probably. And then those the albums again. A few singles that I listened to. Um, is this anything worth shouting out? Oh, have you listened to the new Black Video one yet? Yeah. No, not. I saw it, and it was like eleven minutes, and all that. Oh, I listened to it, later and I've not listened to it. It's alright. It's nothing like. I was hoping it'd be something really, really cool, but yeah. It's okay. It's not. It's nothing like. It's kind of like um, them just kind of jamming. That's basically. Oh, and right. if you remember how the album was like, the album's like not all over the place in a bad way, but it's all over the place in like so many different sort of things have been put into it. Where this track is like a very very condensed version of that. So it's it's okay. It's. I mean, they did say it was like from the sessions or something like that. So. Um, so maybe uh, uh maybe uh, that's uh what they were trying to go for I don't know yeah, um, yeah. So I was hoping I don't know I was hoping for more like a very kind of cohesive but a sung song like yeah it, it's not like it's it reminded me of did you ever listen to uh, Parquet Court's uh, Monotastic Monotastic Living I think so yeah like, From... it's just basically it's just mm. sounds basically it's not, it's not, there's no there's no real singing in it or anything like that it's just them kind of trying something new and weird it felt like that was kind of like how this was with very, very little vocals. Right, like, okay. It's kind of wanting like something, a bit of a punch to it maybe, I don't know, because he's got quite a good voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are a few other things I'll listen to, but I'll just drop them in the playlist really. Um, okay, not worth mentioning. I don't know if there's anything worth like talking about at length really. I don't have a look. Not off the top of my head. They'll be on the playlist if they are worth yeah, listening to. Yeah, it's fine. They'll be on the playlist. So it's the news, news, news segment. <laughs> Into the news. I thought I was going to Superman, man. Chris, what the hell's been happening this week? 
Uh, well, this is actually in a bit of a twisted way <laughs> because it's not a nice situation. But after a bit of a slow news week, and then last kind of thirty six hours, just shits. Shit story. All sorts happened, so... Even on our boy. Got something to talk about now. Our boy has been... Yeah, he's been so doing some naughty things. If you... If you haven't seen, which... I think it'd be hard not to... Well, if you follow me, if you follow that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's been pretty much all over. Um, so what we're talking about, what we're alluding to, what we're trying not to bury the lead, slow time. Yeah, and it's the Enemy Awards on... Thursday night, I think. Yeah, Thursday night. Slow tie won. Hero of the award. What even Hero, is that award? Hero of the year. Hero of the week. Hero of the year. It won. Um, and then got up on stage. I mean, there are videos of this on Twitter. If you just search slow time, sure it'll come up first thing. And I think it was Catherine Wright. It was Catherine Wright presenting, and he was getting a bit too close and making a few uh, lewd comments. Shall we say? Yeah, he was a leery lad who was saying things that she probably shouldn't say, especially on air. Yeah. Never mind anywhere else. And probably getting a bit too close uncomfortably to close to her. But that's but this is the thing though. So if you kinda of step away from it, yeah, I'm not condoning any of his actions, I wanna make that very, very clear. But we don't know, even as the public, how close their relationship is outside the public eye. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So then so just just to quickly recap, then um so then someone in the audience was like, you know, Pack it in because they do have a, a like a I think a public audience a yeah. part of it don't they uh, pretty much up to the front. Then he dropped his microphone, threw his microphone, whatever, went into the crowd. Someone threw it back at him, threw drinks at each other. Egypt's on stage, starts to try to scrap him. Uh, security escort him out. So yeah, so like for, first of all, it comes when you first see it. It you know on Thursday night when it happened, Friday morning. No, Wednesday night, wasn't it? Because this is Friday morning today. Wednesday night, it was. <laughs> yeah. Thursday morning. Yes, it, it looks like really bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and it basically looks like he's harassing her on stage. And then kicking off with somebody in the audience for being like a bit of a prick, really. Calling him out just to, just to fire him. Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. You can argue about, you know, kind of throwing stuff at each other, whatever. But the actual thing was that we're just being like, you've been an arsehole. And he obviously didn't like that. But then... Kind of since then, the the tweet he's apologised on Twitter, or whatever she's responded to him, but the 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 thing here is that he's basically saying it was a joke that went too far. He he knows it was inappropriate, but it was a meant as a joke, and it it kind of gets it wasn't funny, and she's basically come back saying it's all good kind of thing. Yeah, which then, like you say, makes me think that if if you take away the. The, the massive audience and people. What's happened? What seems to have happened according to them too is that he's make a ba- he's made a bad joke. What he thought were funny, she didn't find it funny. But then was like, you know, oh, it's okay. You, you didn't mean it. She's like come that. To, she was comfortable in herself to yeah. to be like that. But then you add the fact that there's a massive audience and people filming it, and then so yeah, I'm a bit a bit split on it really. Torn. Yeah, because it's one of these where was it a joke? But you know, you know what annoys me though is the fact that because you know obviously we live in this world where it's now cancel culture and not so he's obviously he's not like super young he's still a young kid and I say that I mean I'm like in my early thirties but he's like in his mid twenties you know we've all made stupid mistakes especially <coughs> with alcohol involved I know hand on my hat I know I made a ton of mistakes 
and things that you know times have changed in terms of when I was going out drinking and stuff like that when I was a lot younger um, I'm not, again I'm, I'm not condoning my actions in the past or actions that he's done there but someone said oh well it just shows you true colours and I'm like well that could be true but if anyone's ever been drunk and has a bit of a larger than life personality or is a bit mental i.e. a mutual friend of ours Kev you know like they sometimes go way too far because there's no rational thinking and that's what when you're being drunk can take ration rationality completely out of the window. And that doesn't that shouldn't one that one action, which obviously could have been a hell of a lot worse, but that shouldn't define the person or define his character. Yeah, I do think the you know, the people that were there were people tweeting, you know, oh Slotai just ended his own career, his career's over. Well someone put, changed the Wikipedia, didn't they? Is it yeah, 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 I can't, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, I I don't think it's Especially given the responses, you know, if she'd come out and been like, you know, I mean, I, I get, I get her point of like, well, I'm, you know, I'm a what is this? I'm an independent, strong, you know, woman that, you know, I can handle these situations or something, something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing yeah, yeah. there, but I did get the point of like other women were saying, well, you know, you made that, but what if that's someone else? Or yeah, someone yeah, who's, 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 who doesn't feel that way yeah. in, in it with themselves or feel comfortable that way? Yeah, that's so the then, so then this is the question of like, if if it was somebody else presenting. I mean, we're talking hypotheticals here. Would he have been doing the same thing? Or I don't, I don't get the impression from all this that they necessarily do know each other, really. No, I think the whole do. thing with it being a joke is a bit like a... That's kind of stretching it a bit. I feel like he should have just come out of his hands up. That's and guising like, it in a way that's not real. Yeah, and being, yeah, being like, yeah, well, pissed. It's, it's like it's tempering him. things. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. really this... Because if you think about it, if that was a joke, why would that be the joke? Yeah. What's the, what's also, the, what's why would you fun? start... Um, why would you throw your mic? Well, not throw. Why would you try to fight somebody who's calling you out on it? Wouldn't you just be yeah. like, "Oh shit, sorry, yeah." It's, it's a joke. Yeah, exactly. I get but... you pissed, whatever. But yeah, that's where kind of stuff don't add up completely to me. But then I think as well, like you have to look at that situation where it gets up on the stage. There's like other people on the stage. I think fucking uh, KSI, the YouTuber. Yeah. yeah, who's you know big boxer guy now. He was like stood on the stage. It's like Good maybe just maybe just be like yeah yeah no, mate, just it's a bit go too yeah, far yeah, now just, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's because it's a an award show and people is, was enemy want to make a thing so who knows maybe this is all orchestrated conspiracy now put conspiracy hat on <laughs> Tim foil hat Tim foil hat what is all conspiracy this is enemy remember enemy is not really relevant anymore is it let's be honest when they started because they don't do they don't publish the magazine anymore they're, they're, they're fully digital now enemy really I think so yeah uh, obviously I knew that they it were free but I didn't realize it had gone. I think they're full of foot. No, right. um, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, I'm behind my heart and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But like, you know, for when I used to work at HV, we used to always get enemy magazines and stuff like that. And like, they've always tried to be a little bit different, especially when I was with this award show. I think the award show, like, they're putting the finger up or something like that. So, like, when you really think about it, this is something that would shock people and make people maybe tune in next year because it could happen again. So, it just, was this whole conspiracy? Was was the whole thing? Maybe it was a joke in terms of the organisers who wanted to create some, this sort of. You know, I'm not saying this is the case, by We're the way. We're going deep here. We're going deep. Going deep. Um, more more deep strings <laughs> should be attached to this. Um, but do you know what I mean? Though, like, what what what, <laughs> what relevance does enemy really have now? I mean, I know, I know. I recently followed them on on Twitter, so I could get any sort of news articles that could happen. Because obviously, this is obviously this was all happening. I, I'm, I think it's 
what enemy do and there's other yeah magazines that are do the exact same thing they, they, they latch on to artists when they're getting big and then they push and push and push them so the artist then feels like they own something and then whatever the artist does even if it's not that good they're like fucking brilliant brilliant so then the artist can be like yeah but you see my, my album got a five star review in enemy yeah. and it's this kind of it's like it's like a parasite enemy's a parasite yeah and they're just and and the artist they, they kind of feed off each other almost and there's other, ones that do, there's other magazines that do it as well. Uh, well, it, all, it, 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 it goes well. back to like um, uh, The Source and Double XL for hip-hop. They're always at war with <clears> each other because they're the two major publications of hip-hop. And people would say, oh, well, because no, when Benzina used to run The Source, you know, when people knew him, he'll probably give them like five, was it five, five mics? Um, maybe it might have been that, that great of an album, but that's what would happen. And when like, because the whole thing with uh, back in the day with him and like Eminem, Eminem didn't get like the actual recognition on the source because of like what some of the sort of the bullshit. So magazines have been known to do this in the past. That then questions the integrity of a review, <laughs> where you know almost like you know like how we've been saying before, like oh, you know we're not trying to rate albums that we like. We're not trying to put a number attached to it because I don't really feel like it's a bit arbitrary. But yeah, 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 it does. It does bode well though because obviously we can say it's good or fair or whatever however we want to say it yeah but it should still feed into something because you know like i said about any decent music that that is a really good indicator like what is genuinely pretty decent if most of those reviews are genuine anyway yeah but again you know this is my, my point with again what i said what two or three weeks ago like why do we have about 50 50 award shows for each bloody magazine and publication that yeah. happens. Like, why don't we, we should do Peter Spice Show Awards <laughs> and just, like, you know, we'll get, like, a little room in, in Leeds somewhere, go go to the Hi-Fi Club, we'll just present it, no one's going to come. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll make some sort of bullshit award. We'll just, do, we'll just do one award for each genre. Like, what's the point? Just, yeah. like, why why, why do we have all... It's the same thing with films as well. I still understand what they're saying patting, patting themselves on the back, in it? But it's just, like... Like what are you really proud? It's like the old, the old thing about the Grammys, like years and years ago. It was like, oh great, I won a Grammy. Like it's almost like irrelevant now. So like, you got all these awards. Like for what? Like mm-hmm. because you've been paid pretty much to get an award. Do you really feel right? Anyone wants to send us an award? We won't say no. No, we'll take an award. I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I rather que- I rather question the integrity of it all than everything else. Yes, but who knows? Maybe it was all planned. Them trying to be relevant again. Yeah, I guess my my overall take is it was a stupid mistake. Like yeah, like just on the surface and what he actually did, just by itself without whatever context. Not not so they didn't need context, but you know it was inappropriate and kind of a bit gross, really. Um, but given what's come out afterwards, there possibly might be more to it, and really nobody other than them two. I guess would know properly, so, but yeah, I, I, I don't think this is gonna give given given his persona and you know the, I guess us included in this audience, but the, I'd say like you know like a that kind of probably core group of people who are like massive fans of him. I don't think this is gonna necessarily change their opinion of him massively. So no, I can't. Hasn't changed my opinion. I feel I, like when you watch when I've watched quite a fair few interviews of him, how he 
comes across with himself and he's, he seems very, very genuine down to earth and a really nice, like very polite person, then I feel like, you know, him being incredibly drunk, he's obviously feeling himself because, you know, he's at an award show, he's winning an award, all that sort of stuff. His rationale's gone out of the window and that's what's happened. It's like, we all, we all do stupid stuff, whether we're drunk or not. And, I th- and it's not going to change my opinion on it. I thought I still feel like he's still with the genuine person we've got to know him over the past this well for me, past year or so. So Yeah, I think it'd just be I know he's addressed it to a point, but I think it'd be interesting if he does actually address it more because again, I'm not under the stuff that he has said, I'm not hundred percent by him. Yeah. So you know, I'd rather him come out and, and, and say what you just said, you know, or asshole and but yeah. Well so well, someone like quote well, someone like grabbed a tweet from whenever it was when it was like he put out that's like when I, when, I, when I'm drunk I'm trash so <laughs> well <laughs> the thing is he needs to conduct himself if he's going to conduct himself in, in, in sort of inappropriate manner like that and be be uh, intoxicated then he needs to be doing it when it's not in front of cameras yeah when you're not on stage in front of however many thousand people anyway on a lighter note to run through some of the enemy awards yeah of course well, given, given that we've just said it don't mean fuck all well I just thought we might as well I, I think if anything this could just. This is probably just going to prove our point, like that it means fuck all. Okay. I'm going to run through and so right. I tell you what. But, I'll, it, but it, it, some of the categories are like, really stupid though. As well, well, we're not going to give. We're not going to have all of them. The first one. Uh, there's no nominees for this one, so I don't know how they chose it. Album of the decade. What do you reckon got album of the decade? Does that have to be British or does that? Have to be uh, well, it is British. Bearing in mind what I was, you know, you know the latch onto artists. Album of decade. I, mean, I haven't thought about our decade thing yet. Um, what enemies album of the decade though? You know, and he's British, you said. Yeah. So that you know, they pick artists that they like, and then whatever that artist does. An Art of Monkeys album. Oof. So is it Art of Monkeys album? Oof. Okay. So is it going to be the last album? Okay, they're not. Go- they're not going that far. Okay, about <laughs> to say. Uh, okay. Mm, what's What's my other least favorite album from theirs that came out in the last decade? Yeah, I think they've only got they've only got two albums that came out this decade. I think. Oh. Oh no! Wait, no, Suck It and See came out this decade, didn't it? I said it's not so good to see it then. It's not so good to see, so it's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AM. It's AM. I like AM a lot though. I don't mind AM, but it's not the album of the decade. No, it's not the album of the decade for me. I like AM though. So let's keep let's keep running through. Let's keep running through. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the albums are. So, okay, best best band in the world. Best band in the world. What's the nominations? It's quite a lot. I'll quickly run through. Bring with Horizon, Rockhampton, BTS, Heim, Idols, Krypton Conan, Slipknot. Tim Impala, nineteen seventy five, The Big Moon. Of the decade, you say. Best band in the world. Oh, best band. <laughs> okay, best band in the world. Why is that? World. Okay. Well, I would go with out of them, Tim Impala, but it's not Tim Impala, is it? No. Okay, so they gone for some weird bullshit like BTS or something. This is just a fucking stupid. They went fucking Slipknot. The be- How, they they're not even relevant at the moment. They had an album out last year, did they? How did our Slipknot win in this shit? Okay. Best British band. Out of Monkeys. Supported by Pizza Express. Hashtag ad. <laughs> Bring the Horizon. Idols. Crept and Code. Crept and Code out of band. 1975. The Big Moon. 1975. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Surprised Falls weren't on there, to be honest with you. I thought they'd give it to Falls. Yeah, especially they've dropped like two albums yeah. like, last year. Two like proper mediocre albums, but you know. But that equals mediocre stuff. <laughs> Best solo act in the world. It's Tracy. Beck. Billy Eilish. Charlie XX. FK Twigs. Landau Ray. Lizzo Slowtie. Uh, Taylor Swift, Youngblood. Uh, Billy Eilish, probably. Taylor Swift won that one. Two were there as well. 
Oh, in, oh, in that's it. Because didn't she like blow off the Grammys, go to the Enemy Awards? Oh, possibly. That's what I heard. Yeah. Best British solo act: AJ Tracy, Charlie XCX, FK Twigs, Slow Tie, Youngblood. FK Twigs. Yeah, which I think is decent. That's, well, it's definitely. Yeah. Right, best best album in the world. Best album in the world. Right, go on. I'll just I'll just take. I'm not going to give you the album names. Billie Eilish, FK Twigs, Falls, Lana, Lil Sims, Michael Kiwanuka, Slipknot, Slow Tie, Stella Donnelly, Tyler the Creator. <laughs> that one before Tyler Crater. Stella Donnelly. What was the album title? Beware of the Dogs. <laughs> I, I will be beware of them, Stella. Away from your album. Um, I would go for Lana, but this whole weird trend, maybe Slipknot? They get for Lana? Yeah, okay. Best British album. We already know this one. Tweeted about it. Yeah. Uh, Little Sims. <laughs> Little Sims. Best song in the world. Ida Tracy, Labyrinth Grove. Bill Eilish, Bad Guy. Clara, Bags. Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now. Georgia, About Work, The Dance Floor. Lil Nas X, Otan Road, Remix. Lizzo, Juice, Miramassa Fleet Street and Suicide, Deal With It. Post Malone, Circles. Fucking Circles. 1975, People. So it's definitely on Post Malone. Are you on? What was the third one? Claro, Bags. Time's up, it was Billie Eilish. Time's up. It was Billie Eilish? It was Billie Eilish. Okay, I was going to say Billie Eilish. Best British Song. Edge Tracy, Labrick Grove, Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now. This is just the same, th- the fucking, pretty much the same exact thing, but obviously I have them taken out. Basically the same list, but just the British ones. Okay, so AJ Tracy? Yeah, Labrick Grove. It's a bit of a banger, actually, to be fair. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? <gasps> I'm not going to even bother with that one. Best Podcast Award. Fucking stupid. What else is it? Let's have a look, let's have a look. Best, no. Uh, I've not even seen any any music videos, so. Right, basically. Glastonbury won Best Festival. Surprise, surprise. Best Festival headliner, The Cure. That, that, that's an award. The Cure. We don't know. Don't mind The Cure. That's best, an award. Best Festival headliner. <laughs> what the fuck? What's that even mean? And then Falls won Best Live Act. Falls a pretty good live act, to be fair. Yeah, so. I've seen like when they'd. Um... The, the one called the Blue Albums, I can't remember what it's called. Holy, no, not Holy Fire, Total Life Forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's the thing, I, I know albums by like the colour of the of, could, <laughs> of the sleeve. You could describe the cover art to me and I can draw it as I probably it. could, I can I, I, I colours for some reason, I just, I, I just remember what the colours are. <laughs> there we go. So that, in, in fairness, some of those are actually... Fairly worthy of it, I yeah. suppose. But, yeah. just, I, but again, it's like... Them trying to be different by making these weird, like, best album in the world. Best, best album in the world. Br- band in the world, because yeah. that's their world category. Yeah. When it's not British, it's like, well... Yeah. What's the point of that? And then best headliner act. Best headliner? The Cure? It's basically like whatever their favourite... Whoever's voting, whatever their favourite What did The Cure play? Did they do... Did they, did they do Leeds first? Was it Leeds again? Right. Did they play Leeds, like, fucking three years Last ago? Year, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, there you go. That's the enemy award. I suppose they do best headline of the decade or something. True. They should do. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> no. Speaking uh, of Leeds. Yeah. The the Leeds and Reading lineup was released. Uh, we did actually. I think we did retweet that actually. I mean, yeah, I do most of the media stuff. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already seen it though, so I didn't. I didn't need to retweet it. Oh no! I didn't retweet it for the the, the adoring fans <clears> that we have. <laughs> It got actually one retweet that tweet by someone. 
I don't, I don't know who it was by. <laughs> some random person. Any thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty, some pretty decent acts on there. Headliners, Stormzy, Liam Gallagher, Rage Against the Machine, or Migos. I mean, Migos is a bit of a weird one. I can't imagine. I can imagine Migos on the main stage. live being absolutely fucking terrible. So that we could get the worst headliner at. Well, below second, second to headliner. A second tier headliner. I I can I can I, I can just picture it in my head. <laughs> Them just fucking doing stupid ad libs. Can't believe even ad libs I like to be honest. What are they like? Who? Migos is ad libs. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> some, some bullshit like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Migos is, is the weirdest one for me because they're, they're not really... I know they're big, they, they are kind of big, I guess, but they're not like a... The thing is, like, certain hip-hop acts, even like big hip-hop, uh, hip-hop acts don't work as a as a main stage or an arena. Like in an arena gig, for example. You know, if we go to like Kendrick Lamar, even though he's really, really big, I just don't feel like you want it to be in a big arena or you want it to be in a festival. I'm not saying it's a bad choice or he's not good at doing that. It's just not... For some reason, I just don't feel like music is that. They look like someone like Jay-Z and Kanye because of the, the amount of big singles they've had. It kind of does make more sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that... Obviously, he's had big, big singles, Kendrick, but... And so is Migos, but Migos' music is not even, like, stadium-worthy, is it? So, yeah, so then, well, so so that's the, so that's the Saturday of Lazy looking at, so the first column. So Stormzy, Migos. Two Dollar Cinema Club, who were just there every fucking year for some reason. Like, fuck off. Is that saying plus special guests, Two Dollar Cinema Clubs? Or yeah. is it Migos plus special guests? Yeah, this is what I'd... I'd I'm, to me, that looks like... It's two dollar cinema club are the special guests. That looks like to me, which given that they're there every year. So are we? Are we? Uh, but is that Migos plus special guest two dollar cinema club? <laughs> that's I'd like to see that. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. I've just changed your mind. I've just changed your mind. That's what I'm like trying to understand there. Um, all time low. Yeah, Mabel. She's a, quite a lot of stuff, I suppose. She's got there now. Um, yeah. I mean, that day you got you got Denzel Curry in, in the smaller tents. JPEG Mafia. Yeah, I'm about to say that as well. Um, I don't know who the other people are. Mah- oh, Mahali is there. Yeah. Mahali, like we are. The only problem is, a lot of them are quite high up. J1. A lot, a lot of clashes there as well. Yeah, so then you go to the next column, which is the Sunday for Leeds. Liam Gallagher. All right, I it's guess. Him. It's big. The, the, yeah, that just... Have you ever listened to Jerry Cinnamon as well? Have you listened to any Jerry Cinnamon songs? No. No, I just that the crowd that'll be there from Jerry Cinnamon to the end of Liam Gallagher. Uh, I just probably rather not to be honest. What's Jerry Cinnamon? What What does he sound like? I've only listened to one song that didn't grab you. Well, uh, it it gets played on repeat to me a lot by a certain somebody, and <laughs> it's really <laughs> annoying. He's like, uh, well, he's a Scottish guy. I don't know if all of his songs are kind of acoustic guitar. I've not I thought you were saying all, all his songs are Scottish. In Gaelic, he doesn't, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting. It's that kind of... The vibe I get from it is that kind of, you know, same kind of Cortina's, Liam Gallagher. Okay. Lads with, lads with tins, that kind of, that kind okay. of vibe. And then you've got D-Block Europe before D-Block that. D-Block Europe. 
Now, third on main stage. I asked I asked a couple of people who are same age bracket of you, and go, do you even know who D Block are? Never mind D Block Europe, and they went, no. Do you know who D Block are? I mean, apart I've, from the Europe type, I've not I've not really listened to much D Block. Like I, I I couldn't go to a festival. No, no. And so don't think about D Block Europe. But do you even know who D Block are? Like vaguely, in the back of my head somewhere. What 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 can you pull from the from the black hole of your mind? A group. Well done. A group of people. <laughs> from where? Though? I don't know. I don't know if I know any of the names. Do, do, where where they're based though? Where they're based? How specific do you want me to be? Well, are they based in this country or outside of this our country? Outside our country. Yeah. Where? <laughs> America. I don't, so, I don't know where in America though. Uh, from New York. All right. Okay. So D Block, um, is you've probably heard me talk about before, probably because of the J Lo thing, but um, from my boys, you know, Jada Kiss, Styles P. Yes. So those two plus Sheik Luch, Sheik Louch or Sheik Luch, they're technically D Block anyway. They they call themselves the Locks usually, but there's also there's other members in D Block that are lesser known. So like. When I listened to D-Block Europe when they were on the Dig That uh, mixtape, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're not really what I was thinking they're going to be. They're not really Europe version of hard, gritty New York rhymes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're a bit weird. I, I, I guess they're, they're fairly popular to be on, on the sort of the main stage, but it's, I mean, I would say H is probably more popular. That's than, what, yeah, that's what I would think. So H is yeah. before them, which I think is a bit weird. Um, don't who the main are, don't who blocks are. Uh, the other terms you've got. Have you ever heard? Have you listened to Rex Orange County since? Um, he was an Eagle, wasn't he? Was yeah, it, yeah. Was it he Eagle had, or was well, it he had that pony. Yeah, that pony album last year. It was on. Is it Flowers? It was on Flower Boy. It might have been on Eagle oh. briefly. I'm not sure. Um, I didn't mind the album he had last year. I thought it was alright, but some at least a few years ago, and I just thought it was fucking boring set. Ah, okay. Um, Heady one. You had that big track last year, didn't he? So yeah, it makes more sense on there. Um, Fontaine's EC I'm sure they've been around for like, for like years Seagull Black Bear Easy Life Inhaler then you've got <sighs> Gallows are they still going? apparently Cancer Bats fuck you yeah, I mean, you, know, so you said that I was like what the fuck Cancer Bats <laughs> uh, O7O Shake she's in the, in the smaller tents that's pretty cool uh, we, we listened to the, uh, the album the day actually so I can't listen to that. I guess it shows that in the first bit. Um, yeah, I still really, really like it. I think it's. I think more I listen to it, more I'm enjoying it. So um, that's cool that she's on there. Danny Brown headlining the this the one extra stage. That's pretty cool. Again, shouldn't he be a bigger there? I like that though. I like that he's headlining. Oh no, I I I would, if I was going to see yeah. Danny Brown, that's the sort of yeah. gig I'd prefer. But you think he's a bit bigger now that you might want him in one of the bigger sense. Mm. Um. KSI's there, Getz is there, which is pretty cool. Uh, Young T and Bugsy, I think Young T and Bugsy, haven't they been doing some stuff recently where they got themselves quite near? I'm not listening to any of that stuff yet, but I remember someone telling me they're, they're all right. Got that track with it, shot here. So that's Sunday for Leeds, Saturday for Reading, and then Friday for Leeds and Sunday for Reading. Rage Against Machine. Rage Against the Machine. The back. I suppose, yeah. Will there be a Christmas single this year again? <laughs> off, off the back of the. Off the back of of this of this uh, uh, main stage, does it does this mean that they've got some new stuff coming then? 
There's rumours that. They're just playing it. Because there was rumour, I can't remember the main singer rapper guy. What's it called again? Because of his Z in it. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. he was meant to be doing an album produced by LP. Okay. Many, well, I say many years ago, about a few years ago, two or three years ago, that was the rumor, but it never ever happened for whatever reason. So it's weird because I know that Run the Jewels are doing tour with them as well, and Run the Jewels are here a, further, a bit further down on the same thing. But yeah, I don't know. It's again, it's like the thing we were talking about with Green Day, and like briefly said about um, Pearl Jam. Like, do we really need anything now? I don't, I don't know. Um, Cortinas, cool. Uh, <laughs> slow tie, that's pretty cool. Lady shirt, that's pretty cool. Next ten is AJ Tracy, pretty decent. Idols, that'd be cool. Um, anyone else that's kind of good on that? Not really. There's no one jumping out to me. Other, to be honest, M Hunter, oh, M dig that right down the bottom. There. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty cool. There's no one screaming at me, being like, "You need to." So how how much are the tickets now for a weekend? About two hundred and something, I think. About two hundred pounds, something like that. Is that really worth it to see all of them? Not cheap. Not cheap. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's bogged down because obviously there's gonna be more to be, yeah, more many more to be announced. This is the main headliners of each of things in it. So, what's your thoughts? Uh, it's okay. It's all right. I'd give it like a, a six out of ten. The thing is, like, I'm just not bothered anymore with festivals. I feel like that time's been and gone now for me. Because I feel like I, I, although being there the whole weekend is great. You know, you can drink, stay up all night, watch bands throughout the day, all that sort of stuff. It's pretty cool. But the money you spend, <laughs> where you could probably you know, divide all that, that that money and as you see these bands that you really want to see live without the worry of it clashing elsewhere. Maybe that's how I maybe that's how I look at things, I don't know. But I just feel like don't tell me to go and see them because I'm probably gonna see half of these people live anyway. I've already seen Danny Brown twice or three times. Could probably easily see Denzel Curry probably come up here and late at some point. M Hunter probably. Dig that probably. Fair few of these, to be fair. So yeah, yeah, I don't mean. I think it's it's a okay lineup. We'll see. Yeah, Would I think there's the, there was the so the, there was another tweet that came out as well about um. I showed you before about the about the women that were playing as well. Yeah, and on the lineup, there's I mean there's going to be what a good, not counting them, but there's at least hundred or so on there, and more than that, maybe even. 150-ish, something like that. There's quite a lot. There are, I think, 20 either women or acts with, you know, acts that are women, like bands and stuff. Like 20 on the on the whole lineup, And it were kind of, there was a, everything has everything has a debate around it now, doesn't it? So there's a debate on Twitter about... Between genders or gender or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, about what should be, you know... Because like um, include is inclusion in it. Yes, because like so like Primavera, who went to last year, might probably will not going this year. Um, they've basically they did it last year as well. Doing it this year, they've committed to having like a fifty fifty split on the lineup for men and women, and then you've got people coming in saying that 
you know, they need to, if you're good enough, you'll be on the lineup basically. But I just, I don't know, it kind of ignores the reality of how it works really, doesn't yeah. it? Um, so yeah. The thing I didn't get as well is that when the Primavera thing happened, there were some, I remember reading some articles saying that they've done it. Basically, white festivals in the UK have done it. And there was a thing on there. I don't know if it was Leeds specifically. It might have been like Glastonbury. But they were like, oh, we've, we've committed to it by this year. And it's like, well, if that's the case, this seems to be a bit of a, a step. You're not really... Mm. I just think if you... Especially think about the year just gone. How many, like, really great albums come out? That are feminine? Yeah. By female artists. And it's like... Well, yeah. Like, if you look at, like... I'll probably bring it up now. But if you look at our list of um, our 10 albums... That definitely showcases that. I'll bring it up now. Um, I say that while I wasn't trying to find it. Um, yeah. So even in our in our ten albums, we've got Lana, Sharon, Lizzo, Little Sims, FK Twigs, which is basically half of the half our top ten albums. Yeah. So and I kind of refuse to believe that it's like a booking issue. Yeah. That they can't get these people. And and it's like, it's like. Uh, what I was saying before, it's not like, well, what was it out there, I suppose? It's when people are saying, oh, well, they're not just, it should be good enough and things like that, then it's not a case of that. It's not an award show or anything like that where, the you know, I, 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 I thoroughly believe if it's an award show, it should be based on merit, not based on who they are, what religion they are, what, you know, skin colour they are or anything like that. It should be based on actual, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the field is, how good they are in that. This is not the case of that. This is someone. This is basically being booked, but it's not having an equal measure. So it's not showcasing equal talent. Yeah, I think as well, like people, there. I saw other people being. It's kind of like, well, you know, you you need to almost cater to your audience, and there's you know a certain idea of people who go to Leeds Fest, and basically saying they listen to one type. You know, they listen to this kind of music. You know that they don't listen to a shitload of female artists but it's like well are you not just acknowledging the problem there as well that yeah just music by blokes get pushed more so more people listen to it like what's you you're almost arguing like oh well no one listens to women anyway because no one pushes it so we just yeah push it. i feel like you know if i listened to when i was really younger i always felt like it was not like it was a bad thing to listen to you know women or anything like that but it's just like it was a bit strange because you always think well it's most music by men is for men and most most music by women is for women but then things have changed the world has changed a lot more in terms of how views how, th- how we all view stuff and kind of you know interpret things and and um, yeah I, I just don't really understand yeah and I, th- I think especially at like a festival where a lot you know given that there are clearly gaps in the lineup there a lot of the weekend you should be wandering around you're going to be sat at a stage listening to someone who you don't know like if your argument is that people don't listen to women, then maybe if there were women at festivals, people might listen to them. Yeah, put it this way. So I got into Yeah, Yeah, yeah it's because I saw them live. Yeah. Yeah, at Leeds Fest. Because mm. my mate said, oh, these are pretty decent. And we weren't going to see them. And, they were bit, and Karen O was amazing, like, live. And I was, like, a huge fan of Yeah, Yeah since then. Um, and a lot of bands, you've, you, you know, <clears> that because I, I, suppose, I suppose what the, especially Leeds Fest, or oh, Reading Fest as well for all you all you uh, southerners. I suppose with that is is the case where there's a lot of a, a younger audience does go does gravitate towards these gigs. So even you might have some legacy artists that go there, like you know things like Liam Gallagher and yeah, and Rage yeah. Against the Machine. But for these young people, 
they may not even know some of these artists, whether they've been established or not. And that's maybe that how they can become exposed to it because, oh, I've got some, t- I've got some time to my the next person I really want to see. Let's just see what's going on. And then you, you, you float around different tents, seeing if anything kind of captures you. And, that, and that's how, that's kind of how, I suppose that's what the good thing about these festivals are. For me, the reason why I don't bother going, even though I don't mind the, the experience of a festival, I just think, well, I already do what that happens in a way, but without being at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, I don't need the experience unless we have, let's, uh, for example, if we had to do a podcast over there, obviously we would do that. But, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> but again, you know, if people just solely listen to, this is one of my issue with, it's like when people look at hip hop, go, oh, I don't say hip hop because it's not my sort of thing. Like maybe there is something within hip hop that you may actually gravitate towards, whether it's completely old school or is new school or in between. Again, not everyone likes metal music, but people have different interpretations of metal music. There are people who just think it just, it's all screaming, 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 but it's not all screaming, screaming, screaming. Yeah, yeah. So, if you just stick to one genre and yeah you're well within your right to do so but you can't just comment or cast judgment on people whether they're you know women or not or anything like that it needs to be based on if it's good or not not really you know if you want to listen to it and try it don't think oh well if it's woman but then it shouldn't be a case of this people who are booking these festivals should take in the fact that they need to have inclusion of all these different sort of aspects you know even more worldly music should be on these sort yeah, of festivals, yeah. I feel. It should yeah. be like a world stage. <clears throat> someone, someone might in, get interested into that and go, oh, right, I'm going to delve into that. I think, I think there's a, there, is, there is a bigger problem of, especially especially Leeds Fest, and again, I know it's mainly aimed towards, you know, people who like a certain genre of music, but, you know, bands like Cortina's Two Door Cinema Club, they're not, they're not coming out year on year with groundbreaking stuff, but they're there every year, you know, main stage it's like residency isn't it <laughs> yeah and and you know the yeah the, the the need for having more diverse acts it don't it it's not just you need more women acts like you say it's just get just more music really yeah more music more music the better but then you know it needs to be a case the problem is like i've always said about leeds fest especially is that the price increased because they kept putting too many acts in there which mm. means you miss tons of music because if you really want to go there for the experience of being a festival and experience new music, then you're not going to get that because you're going to miss so much because there's too much on at the time. At the same time, that's the issue that I have with it. I think it, it should be much better if it's more condensed and make it more sort of yeah. You have the festival atmosphere, but then you also you're able to listen to pretty much at least sixty percent of the music that's there over the weekend, for example. If you miss forty percent, that's fair enough. But sixty percent is quite a lot when you look at that. I think that should be the amount of people that should be there. Do you know that shouldn't be any more than that? Because that's enough to go and listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Glastonbury that mm. I suppose kind of do that in a way, but then now they have, they have more tents now, don't they, than they did before back in the day? So, because it's all about, it's all about money. It's all commercial gain. So that ruins you know people's pockets. <laughs> As well as the ability to kind of you know listen to it and other stuff as well, so yeah. Fuck capitalism, Chris. As yeah, as as we all as we as we say. That's I a guess. recurring theme now. Then was that two times now? <laughs> okay, well. Keep going with it. Before we go to that one, I just realised we didn't mention it in the in the first bit. We listened to the new James Bond theme. Yes. I've been listening to it once very briefly before the start of this. Yeah, but I thought it was decent. So Billie Eilish, No Time to Die. 
It's very Bondy. Well, the yeah, was, yeah. The instrumental to instrumentation definitely Bondy. Um, but it's very understated. I quite like. I've I've grown to really like it. To be honest, yeah. Um, our, is our Twitter post still tied? We've got a Twitter post. It's finished it's, now. It's finished now. It's, uh, and it's, it's 50, 50 Yeah, it's tied. Fifty fifty split between if it's between six votes. Six votes. That's decent. That. But one of them commented or retweeted anything. So, yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's a case where it's, it's more is to. I can definitely see how it'll look. Uh, in terms of um, when the film comes out. And I think what we'll we'll kind of slowly, briefly discussing that we might do a Bond... Bond power rankings. Bond power rankings of, yes. this, of the uh, the Bond tunes. Not the Bond films. When we do Bond in review, we watch all the Bond films <laughs> as a podcast, then maybe we could do that. But yes. um, yeah, I really like it. I think it's definitely... I'll put it on the playlist as well, so... Yeah, so tune in. Tune yeah. in for our Bond power rankings. Coming soon, maybe. April. April. You come into that? Or is that when the, is that when the film's out? Oh, I come into that. What, to our own power rankings? Yeah. You commit, <laughs> commit to be in April? We'll commit to be April, mate. Is that when the film's out? Yeah, the film's out in April. Okay. Okay. So we so have to... Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. So what we, I think what we'll, what we'll do is... Do I have to listen to every single Bond song? Yeah, we're going to do it live here. Oh, God. On Twitch. <laughs> Can you stream a song on Twitch? Is that a thing? No, I think you get it done for it as well. You can do, but yes. So we're not going to do that then. But we'll we'll do it here, and then we'll discuss. We'll sit there with headphones on, on Twitch. But yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, I've got a camera for Twitch actually. Do with something. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, so I feel that's going to wrap up the news. We'll to be fair. There's not many new releases, but we'll quickly yeah we'll rattle right, right, right through them. Run through what is what has been going on album wise. Uh, big one for me. Uh, new Jay Beebs album <laughs> featuring the track Crummy big single from this year is that actually on the on the album let's have a look oh yeah it's right in the middle the album is 51 minutes long and includes Yummy Summer Walker remix <laughs> <laughs> so really it's less than 40, 50 minutes because that's what you that's obviously what you wanted so yeah, well, I, I, well yeah, maybe we'll see. Are we going uh, to get a review of this next week? I don't, I don't, don't hold me to that. I'm not committing to that one. Okay. Uh, main one is the Tame Parlor album. What's the what is the title of the album? It is the Slow Rush. The slow Rush. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think kind of goes without saying. Looking forward to it. Yeah, they've been knocking out the park. I think all the singles have been like really good from it. Just a just a good band, are they? Yeah, I used to see them live, to be honest, but I'm not seeing live yet. When are they touring this album? Because I don't think they've announced it yet, have they? No, but we definitely have to speak to, because Matt will want to see them yeah. as well, so yeah. we have to speak to Matt about that. We need okay. to organise that. Maybe a Newcastle trip, hopefully. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for Tim and Paolo. I think we'll probably, we'll probably have a full week. We'll probably make a big segment of that next I week. Think, I think so, yeah. yeah. Might give it a fair few listens and write some notes down, and then forget about the notes. Um, another one for, for me... Um, is Vinny Paz Vinny from Jedi Mind Tricks so above so below mm-hmm. uh, Vinny's basically and I'll probably say this for your review for next week is it's just like if you think of a hardcore rapper so not quite horrorcore not quite really sort of not quite sort of normal rap in terms of that it's just it's just that bridge in between kind of like gangster rap but not gangster rap it's just hardcore rapping and it's, it's just He's a very, very good rapper from uh, Philly, Philadelphia, and he's just, he's always been good. He's always, he can always rap, and he can always, he's got a very, 
sort of guttural sort of sound. And what I realised is recognise Ali from the Duel and Experts. He on the album. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So he tweeted and I think I retweeted or something or liked or something. So that's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so I'm really excited to see that. I, I, Finney, Finney can seem to be one-dimensional sometimes, and I can get that. Sometimes you do get it with some rappers or even some rock artists, I suppose. But I don't know. He feels like gap of that hardcore rap, hardcore lyricism that I kind of want sometimes. But it's not really introspective tracks. And you know, the the album that really got me into him was when Jedi Mind Tricks dropped. Uh, I think it's called uh, Servants in Heaven, uh, Kings Kings in Hell," um, which is the most accessible Jedi Mind Tricks album. And it's not like too hardcore. It's got quite sort of varying sort of sounds, but. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I think Madlib produced a track one time on one of his solo albums. So Jedi Mind Trick is basically still Vinnie Paz just by himself anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, some t- but it's with a producer called Stoop, the Enemy of Mankind. But sometimes with another rapper called Just Allah. Um, but it's mainly just the, the, the sort of the former two, really. So I don't know who the, what the production is on this. I think Primo's had a track with Vinnie at one time as well. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it should hopefully be really, really cool and really, really sort of filling that sort of yeah. hardcore rap. Give that listen as well. So I actually missed his album with a guy called Tragedy Gaddafi last year, which is annoying me. Um, so I might go back to that one before I listen to it. But yeah, that's definitely an album I want to listen to. That and Tame Impala, not Justin Bieber. Not. I mean, I could try, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not, not really feeling so that. I'm still trying to get through a lot of my lists anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the top? Is that the top of your list? No, it's like, it's even below logic, mate. But yeah, I, I don't know, a bit of a, like you said, I feel like those two are the two main like well, especially for me, they're yeah. definitely the main. I couldn't see anything else. I thought like this is when we kind of thought that January would be like a slow month. February's kind of now gone into a, a slow yeah. month. Everyone released everything in fucking January. Now there's no one got. I remember in February being February being quite big last year. Yeah, like earlier in the years, but yeah, I remember quite a lot because coming out. But yeah, there we go. At least, at least, you know, I've got a lot to get through. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I think may, we'll try to do a bit of a main review of the Ten Parlor one next week. Yeah, we'll try, try and do a little bit of a segment for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much. Well, that's what's out this week, anyway. So. You know, at least we have prob- probably a bit of a chance to listen to some other stuff we've not listened to so far as well. That we've tried to. <laughs> I'll keep trying, yeah. And keep posting it. I will do. <laughs> but yeah, so, as always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook if you want to, Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Google Podcasts. Like that's it. Pretty much. Castbox. Castbox, if I didn't say that already. Overcast. Overcast Breaker. Yep. We keep saying All them. Um, also, I did put the Spotify playlist link on the... In, in the link tree. So you can click on that. I can't, oh, do, okay. it for, I can't do it for Apple. So you can't look at... Right, okay, that's fine. Can't, I can't look at profiles. So I, just, I just leave the profile on the thing. I don't know if it'll work or not, but... Okay. So we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll do, again, you know, because we do stuff live on there. So yeah, on, if you go to... It's in, it's in the Twitter bio. It's in the... Well, it's in the Twitter bio. It's in the instagram bio and then it's in all the podcast descriptions as well as the link tree so if you go on to that there is the there's the spotify link which is just spotify which is text which will take you to the podcast page and there's the spotify playlist link which will take you to the spotify profile where you can see all the playlists including the mega mix which will then have mega episodes mix. yeah episode seven on shortly but yeah i guess that uh kind of wraps things up until 
next week. I think we should. Yeah, episode is normal next week. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be normal, mate? It's the week after Ben, into the week. So we have to do like double ones or something. Yeah, we'll try. We'll figure, some, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But yeah. Cool. Well, Thanks. peace out. <laughs> <laughs>